Hey everyone, this is Testimony Tuesday and we're in season five now. We're super, super excited about this new, new thing that we're doing. And tonight we have a very special guest, James Hardy. Welcome, brother. What's going on, everybody? As you guys know, we we always, always, always talk about Revelation 12, verse 11, which says, and they overcame him, meaning Satan and his minions, including the Antichrist, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And testimonies are so super important because they're getting out to the world, guys, and we're healing the world with these things one testimony at a time. So we're so, so happy that the Lord just keeps showing up and showing up and showing up and showing up and Testimony Tuesday is going to go zoom real soon. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> James Hardy is going to talk about something really, really important and special tonight. He's going to be talking about letting go, moving forward, and just like really trying to make sure that we're always in the will of God. We don't want to be out of his will. We want his will to be done in our lives. And the sooner we let go of things, the better. Easier said than done. Some situations are easier to let go of than others. <laughs> right, brother? Right. That's fact. There you go. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But we always want to be in his will. We always want to be according to his plans and purpose. And we want to really try to let go of anything that is not of him and that is not his will. Amen. Absolutely. What have you got for us tonight, Jane? All right. So just wanted to say and follow up with Kelly and her and her great opening. I just want to say thank you all for just tuning in. And I believe that whatever God has, it's going to bless you. It's going to encourage you. And so I was presenting to Kelly uh, the, the topic of letting go, moving forward, and starting on the new journey. With the Lord, not just moving forward by yourself, but starting on that new journey with the Lord and to discover all that he has or has prepared for you. So that way you can live the fullness of what he has envisioned for life. The Bible says, I believe it's in Jeremiah, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, evil, excuse me, to give you an expected end. And so when I think about that, it's like the Lord has great plans for us yeah his plans his his ways and there's they're much more easier even in this world there's so much more easier to follow but we have to yield to those plans we have to yield to that and i'm a i'm a living witness and i'll share some experiences to 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 let you know that i've i've been one of those individuals who it took some time i saw the vision i saw it prophetically mm-hmm. but it was like i was in my wilderness journey right and Seeing that promised land and going through the wilderness, you know, even though it wasn't 40 years, I'm actually turning 40 this year, <laughs> uh, ironically, right? Yeah. Um, after 40 years of being in the wilderness and I'm turning that age, but it just seemed like for whatever time it was, even though I was growing and maturing, I would just see the vision, but everything was just like the Lord was like, I got to work some things out of you. You're, there's some yeah. things that you're holding on to. Uh, not too long ago, I do remember going before the Lord because I had a lot of hurt. I had a lot of 
spiritual, emotional wounds that I had went through since I was growing up up until now. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how deep those words, those treatments, I didn't realize how deep it went and got down inside. So when we have uh, preachers that say, you know, and it's nothing against the topic of forgiveness, but forgiveness is such a wide, it's, it's not just one size fits all. Yeah. Yes, it's it's a commandment. We have to do that because the Bible tells us. Yeah. Jesus said, if you don't forgive men and trespasses, your heavenly father won't forgive you. But it's more the components to forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I remember preaching on that is much more than just, okay, I forgive you and let's all be friends. Like yeah. all of that depends on the dynamics of the relationship, what took place to cause the breach. Sometimes breaches are caused where you it's not wise to go back to those individuals because either they have not matured or they don't want to do the right thing by you. They have intentions of hurting and harm you. So we should not, our desire to please God should not run over into what I call the pool of foolishness. (laughs) It's, it's, it has to be wisdom attached to that. And it, and there's more components. There has, there's the Bible talks about it. Luke, Luke brings out more, than what Matthew heard. See, yeah. Matthew heard what he heard for whatever the reasons he was doing. When he heard Jesus say it, and I believe Mark talks about it, and then Luke talks about it. Now, we know Luke was a Gentile physician, so most yeah. likely it's possible that what he heard was possibly by being around being around Paul, being around the apostles, because yeah. he was not physically there. However, because he was a physician, he had the the retainable knowledge that was his skill he could retain yeah. the 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 memory of everything that was told to him being a doctor he had to have that skill so when he said it i i'm going to give you more accurate things he was breaking down and bringing to light some of the things you don't find in mark and matthew yeah. and i like luke's approach uh-huh. luke's approach uh talks about yeah we are to forget but he breaks it down mm-hmm. The process of how forgiveness and reconciliation works. Everybody runs to Matthew. Okay, but if you gave him, you know, but it's yeah. more to that. Sure. And so I, I said all that to say this, that part of my experience, my, my testimony was that I had a lot of unresolved hurt. Mm-hmm. And when I saw people, even though I didn't pray against them, I didn't yeah. pray curses on them. Bible says we're not to do that. I didn't speak evil of them in the sense where I wish them harm. Yeah. You know, a lot of Christians are doing that and they shouldn't be doing that. But every time I thought about them, there would just be this anger would rise up. And then that's where the scripture calls. uh, And I believe it's in Hebrews. He says, therefore, let us lay aside every weight. Yeah. Of course, and the sin that was just so easily beset us. It's a heavy weight. All those things that were done to me were heavy weights. And a lot of it was stuff that I didn't have a chance to really confront the individuals or deal with them directly. Mm -hmm. So I had to wrestle with that because these individuals are still alive, but I don't deal with them anymore. So now the battle is not between me and them. The battle is between myself and my flesh and my hurts and my wounds. And I had to say, okay, God, I can't live like this anymore. Mm -hmm. I have to be free. Sure. I have to be completely free. And I, 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 I know the levels of anointing that God has, 
has 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 placed upon me and i I've, I've seen his glory and i've seen how he's used me not just in singing but in preaching the word and to sharing the gospel and ministering in, in all asset, all facets of ministry i saw that however i knew that there was more but those mores could not be accessed until i got rid of that weight and that bondage yeah. so my song one of the songs that i do have out is called come and be free uh-huh. And recently, um, it's amazing how God will take take something He gives you to and minister it back to you. Yeah, I was sitting and just kind of with those feelings, right? Uh-huh. And then thinking of other things, thinking of other, uh, you know, not sins per se, but just thinking of other areas that I need to work on. Uh-huh. And all of it was linked to the past. Everything had its root in the past, uh-huh. and I said, okay. If the Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, old things have passed away. Exactly. Behold, all things become new. So when I sung the song, I started listening to it. And it brought revival to my spirit. Amen. It caused me to go into a place of repentance. It, it, it wasn't because, oh, James is singing the song. It was really like, this is it's ministering to me. Come and be free. Amen. Let go of the past. Embrace what he has, eternal life, love, joy, and peace. Now, of course, I have eternal life, but even yeah. even those of us who get eternal life, when we get our eyes off of Jesus and we allow all of this garbage throughout yeah. our saved lives, uh-huh. we can lose the joy and the peace that he's afforded to us because that is what he promised us as his children. Exactly. So I had to really look over some things, recollect, kind of examine, you know, not kind of, I examined myself and really saw where my heart was. And then that song helped me. So yeah, I I just, you know, wanted to bring that out before I give some examples of that's about moving forward. And uh, just a quick shout out to Decree Records, Shanine Bonner. (laughs) So we just want to mention that uh, that song is available on the digital stores. You can go to jh7ministry.com, check out all of his work. He's awesome. Um, But yeah, and I feel like the Lord brings us back to um, certain situations so that he can heal us of them too. Like there's things that have happened like 10 years ago where, you know, somebody comes back into my life or messages me, haven't heard from them in years and years. And it's like, okay, Lord, I see what you're doing here. Right. I I see it. I see it. And I just, and I just say to him, you know what? I feel the same way about certain situations that I did 10 years ago, because that was an unresolved hurt that it's it's still there. And he's going to bring you back to those situations, reopen the wound so he can heal it and heal it properly. And I feel like we're, we, we, can sometimes not see things in the light that he sees them. We need to get his perspective on situations, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yes. like, as a ten, 10 years ago, I wasn't saved, <laughs> right? What were my thoughts and how were my, my, my feelings and my hurts and my everything compared to being mature in Christ? It's a totally, totally different story, but he brought me back to some situations and he was like, let's reopen this. And I said, reopen it. Let it hurt me so that you can heal. Mm. That's deep. 
It's it's um it's amazing the work that he does when you just say, Lord, your will be done. This is my healing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna reach for it. Okay. I'll right. go back, I'll go back to that situation with you, with your perspective. There you go. Right? It's it's absolutely a totally different ballgame. <laughs> well, you're right. No, uh, I was when you the, the last part you just mentioned, I was listening to a testimony. Mm. And there was a uh, a sister had sent me a link to this testimony of a guy who he operates in, I guess, I don't know how to say it. it, it you could call it miracles, but he talks about healing uh-huh. for sure. And what ended up happening, it was Sid Roth's, it's supernatural, but he talks about how God went, took him back in time uh-huh. and fixed what was broken Amen. as if it did not exist at all in his future, mm-hmm. in his present. Mm-hmm. And in a nutshell, when I, after listening to it, it was very powerful. But basically, he was, he was an example of a brother who was in church. Bottom line, he was in prison. He committed some crimes, was in prison for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. Now, you know that they they have a record. If you've been in prison, they have a record of it. Whether you, you know, they have a record. So yes. the guy comes uh, comes out. I think, I don't know if he gets saved in jail, but or comes out and gets saved. But bottom line is, he comes out of jail. And he's trying to get, you know, he's working on getting his life together. Uh-huh. He's going to get a job. And so he's getting this job and nobody would hire him. Nobody would hire him because of his past. Mm-hmm. And he went to the pastor, or the Miss Man of God, and told him the situation. He said, well, I'm going to pray that God will go in and fix that area Amen. for you. And I, I forgot the other particulars, but bottom line was that he said, we're not, we're not time traveling physically back there. Yeah. He said, but Jesus is going, can go there. Yeah. He can go to the past and correct some things as if it did not happen. Amen. In your present and affect your future. Yeah. So he said that God took him on that journey to the past and they, they went, you know, they prayed, they went through the, the prayer, right? Uh-huh. Of, of, for, for this to happen. And when he came out of the prayer, I don't know how, how soon, if it was immediately or yeah. just a short span of time, they called. Oh, he went to apply for a job. I'm sorry. He went to apply for this job that was really beneficial. And he thought, okay, well, they're going to, they're going to reject me, you know, and so they said, Oh, well, you're, you're clean to go. And he's like, what? He said, well, I, I've been in jail. They was like, no, we looked up in your records. You have nothing stating that you've been in jail. He was like, no, I've been in jail for 20 something years. There's no possible way I could be in jail for 20 years. And, and all of a sudden, it's not found at all. <laughs> it was, and they, they said, I, no, yeah. we have no record of you being in jail at all. But you just ratted yourself out, man. <laughs> right. I mean, but he didn't know that. I mean, because I guess they had yeah. to legally go by the record and he yeah. was flabbergasted. He was like, well, how is this possible? Yeah. You know, they would at least have a record and, you know, and choose to hire me, you know, based on whatever it is, the record, yeah. there was no record at all. Record. It wasn't even expunged. Actually, so, I, have, I have a similar story. Uh, it's not, it's, it's, it's just about be, like 
having something completely erased, completely, completely erased. I won't get into it now, but I understand. <laughs> um, amazing, amazing, amazing. Like the Lord will hide you for a specific period of time. He will make sure that you know what you're supposed to know when you're supposed to know it. So sometimes that can be one year. It could be one day. It could be 20 years. And for me, it was 20 years of mm. not knowing something. And then the Lord bringing me to it and being like, this is what I did for you. This doesn't even exist. Wow. And yeah. Amazing. 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 Because, wow. yeah, because my whole life would have been different if that <laughs> one thing existed, but it doesn't. And so amazing, amazing work. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Also, Jesus. thank you, Lord. I love Sid Roth. Um, Sid Roth is the show that I was watching when I first said the altar call. Wow. I accepted the altar call through Sid Roth. One, I think I told you the guy from Miami came and played Sid Roth in my house. And then there was an altar call. Wow. I was like, yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's the show. That's the show. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's great. But the letting go part, um, of, like just wanting to experience and being obedient to get to the point where you can experience everything that he has for you because he has so much for you that right. when you, when you think about it, it's like, why was I holding on to this? Why was I holding on to this? And once you've let it go, it's like, but um, the one thing, um, the one thing that I had to let go of um, was a relationship. And it wasn't even a relationship. It was a friendship. And mm. um, it was, it was with somebody who was a Christian <laughs> in, <laughs> in my early Christian walk. Um, and he gave me discernment to know <clears throat> the difference between somebody who's really walking with him and somebody who is not really walking with him at an early, early point. Um, and he led me in a way that was so amazing, but I knew that he had something better for me. Uh, this person was not treating me well, even as a, as a friend, just being really inconsistent and really um, just not doing what they said they would do. And it was just like, it was a lot of stress for me because I really like had feelings for this person it was like, okay, well, Maybe there could be some potential there or something, right? And then the Lord brought me to this sermon, and it was Jensen Franklin, uh, Free Chapel, and he was he was talking about um, letting go of your precious, and you know Abraham, like letting go of his precious, and what are you willing to do, and what are you willing to sacrifice to get more of him, and um, and so so I um, I let go of the friendship and. For a couple of years, I felt really, really bad about it. Like, I was just like, I feel, I feel so, so bad about this because maybe the person needed me, but couldn't like just had those walls up that they couldn't like, you know, access. <laughs> but we all have our own walks, right? We all have our own thing. And so maybe, you know, you can be a baby Christian. You can be a baby Christian for life. You can never, ever grow. But I was so hungry because I was 40 years old when I met him. And I was mm. hungry for the word that I was like, I can't be around. I can't <laughs> stick around with people who are not on the same page as me, who are not hungry, like just 
desiring more of him and knowing him and I just, I just can't. And then I heard, let go of your precious. And like that day, I was like, I'm letting go of my precious, right? And it's difficult, but you want what he has for you, right? <laughs> right, right. You want what he has for you. Right. And you want more of him because, because being a baby Christian at that time, it was, it was like, okay, I can't be focused over here on this situation, this negative situation. I can't be mm-hmm. focused over here. I have to just keep my focus on him. I have to remain in his in his will and walk in his way and ask him to guide my steps every step of the way. Um, I need to get out of this darkness that I'm in. I'm seeing mm-hmm. the light ahead of me and I'm reaching for it. And that's what we <laughs> need to do. Um, and then, you know, as we grow and mature, we start to know when he's leading us and know when we're not being led by him, right? But I didn't right. know the time and so I had to learn all of these things but it's um but it but it is a it's it's a process of being like okay Lord you know you you get saved and then it's like okay I still got a little bit of world in me (laughs) I still kind of want those things right and then Mm -hmm. he's like but look over here but look to me because there's so much more to life than that and so yeah, it's absolutely it, wow. It's a process, but there's so much more to life than you know, <laughs> lust of the f- flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. There's so much more than that mm-hmm. when you. Oh yeah. So yeah, and then and then the enemy's like trying trying to drag me back, and like you know, it's like, come on, man, <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's his job, you know. He, you know, we know how we know what he does. Child of the King talks about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Good thing we know who we are in Christ, right? Because otherwise, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> and that's fact. That's fact. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that. Um, oh, by the way, I don't know if if you was you still had more. Yes, you, uh, you still have. Okay, if you had, if you had more, then I'll let you finish. I didn't want to do it. No, go, no, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, no, I was going to share. It's, it's interesting about, I guess if I'm doing my math right, this is about, so, give or take 23 years ago. Yeah, I hope I'm doing my math right. <laughs> 18 years ago, I apologize. 18 years ago, 2005, uh, 2000, Actually, 20, because it was 2003. Right. When I ran into this individual from church. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible. I don't want to spend the <laughs> testimony. Talk about the situation. Um, I had, as, as, as people may, may know, at that time, I really had a vision of starting doing music. I started writing music back then. Uh-huh. Actually, I've been writing music since mid '90s, but I, I wasn't a musician. I didn't have a recording studio or access to those things, so it was just written stuff written down. But back in 2005, um, having certain little instrumentations, little things I can do, started to work on my album a little, my little album project, not the one that that you all know now, but it was yeah. a little pre-album project. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, but I'm going to need some real instrument 
players from yeah. from church. So I gathered up a few people who were not part of the church, but they were they were part of the church, but they were not part of the musicians band because I didn't, of course, want there to be a conflict. You know, if we have to do something and it got you know music to learn, all this type yeah. of stuff. So I'm getting it together. First, I ran into the pianist. Didn't know him before, but I ran into him, heard him talking about playing music. So I was just like, let's, hey, I heard you talking about music. Let's hook up. Okay. So we started talking and we just found we had some common ground. On, yeah. And when it came to certain thought processes, I would say that. Right. About how we viewed certain things. So then followed the other three individuals, the, the bass guitarist and the drummer. Uh-huh. Long story short, I'm organizing, getting everything together. Um, now I'm going to give you guys, I'll, I'll, I'll explain the hindsight stuff, but I'll just explain it. You know, I'll try to keep it brief, but explain it and then give you the hindsight, what really yeah. happens. So all of a sudden, you know, having after a couple of years and two years into this, I'm trying to get everybody together. 2005. I'm like, you know what? I think this is the time yeah. I'm going to go ahead and start getting the CD together. Blah, 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 blah. And I started talking to these guys like, okay, I think I'm ready. You know, so we have first studio session and we're practicing it. And, it's, and, uh, and I'm giving simple instructions. Yeah. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. Now, these these guys are obviously a lot older than me. They're more skilled. They know yeah. how this thing works. So they're doing it. I'm like, okay, they're they're helping me and all this type of stuff. But then all of a sudden the chatter starts going yeah. amongst the group. Uh-huh. And so I'm, I'm getting asked questions about the intent of what I'm doing. And I'm like, well, I've already explained it to you. I, I'm, yeah. I had no different explanations. And then, but they were just kind of like, they were just acting weird about it. Yeah. And then at, then they start to backpedal out. And I said, okay. And which left me with one of the individuals. Uh, so, I, so to avoid, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Specifics, I would just say one of the band members. It was just me and one of the band members. So one of the band members, um, one of the band members, did I get lost? Oh, sorry. One of the band members, um, had, what's the word? Well, one of the band members that stayed with me, we were, you know, they were assuring me that, hey, you were, uh, that you, you, they were assuring me that, hey, everything's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, you, 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 you know, you, you, you explain everything and they're just doing their thing. That's how it, how it was explained to me yeah. and just kind of left it to where I was more depending upon him to help me out. But as time grew on, you know, we, we were, you know, we stayed friends, but of course, as friends, you start talking about more things, you start talking yeah. about other things. Yeah. And long story short, um, I started to, you know, we would talk about certain things, but it started to become more of complaining. Yeah. And it started to become like we were, we were, we were talking about these things from a place of bitterness. Right. From a place of, 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 um, of, uh, of, of a grudge. And God yeah. got a hold of me on that. And he yeah. said, I need you to fix that. Uh-huh. So I started to, I kind of like stopped talking about certain uh-huh. things regards to certain people yeah. that that him and uh, him and I would engage in conversation about. Uh-huh. And as I started working on myself, God started opening up doors. Yeah. And for him, he couldn't realize why would doors not getting open? Well, 
part of it was because he had he was very arrogant, proud, proud, yeah, very prideful yeah. and arrogant. Yep. And he he couldn't he couldn't smell his he couldn't smell it behind, his behind if it was handed to him. That's just how <laughs> self absorbed he was into himself. Um, sorry, I, I I said I'd be transparent. I was gonna try to be transparent, yeah. but that's how that's just how into himself yeah. he was. Yeah. And um, so God started opening up doors. And being the friend that I am, I started to present these opportunities that were presented to me. Yeah. These open doors wow. to give him the opportunity to, to, to go forth and, and do it. Now we're in music. And so again, I'm not knowing. However, watch this. Yeah. As time went on, I started to see things in the character of this person. I started to see how they acted, how they were talking to me, how they were talking to the people and just, yeah. I started seeing some, sh- some slight changes, uh-huh. but it was, it wasn't enough for me to, to be like, okay, this something's different. It was just more like, okay, maybe this person's just frustrated. And um, it happens so gradually sometimes that we don't always realize. It, exactly. But, it, but when we look back. <laughs> exactly. That's why I said, I'm going to give you guys the hindsight 2020 information. It all yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so Things started changing. I was bringing this person to meet up, you know, because supposedly they didn't have their, their, their family that they did have, you know, they didn't ostracize them, but they, you know, yeah. the appearance was that they were, they were distant. They weren't close. Right. So I brought them, you know, the fellow brother in the Lord, Hey, yeah. come over the holidays and you can spend, and you know, which, yeah. which he did. Um, but as time went on, I, there was just certain, again, certain things that were being done. Yeah. That was more kind of a, a it was undertones, disrespectful undertones. Yeah. Uh huh. And so what now became, uh, keep in mind, I'm still getting open doors and opportunities. Yeah. But what now became us having something in common uh-huh. conversationally, now it turned out to be more, I became the target unforeseen. Wow. And long story short, like I said, I can give plenty of examples in yeah. that. But at the end of it all, I had to make a decision to end the relationship yeah. as friendship in, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, things got out of hand and it, other people were involved. Um, I wasn't just the only one that became uh, the yeah. target, but yeah. other people became the target. But what started happening was that I realized looking back, that there was a gradual disdain because this individual instead of walking in true humility mm-hmm. and getting right before God, it was everybody's fault yeah. that they weren't successful. Yeah. It was yeah. it was my fault. fault. It was that person's fault. Everybody's fault. Game. It was a blame game. Instead of looking at this themselves and, and, and humbling themselves, they didn't realize that their own pride was preventing them from actually excelling and the things of God. And I, I, now I'm going to give you guys the hindsight. I don't want to be too and, long and it can also And it can also <laughs> hinder everybody around you. Right. And God was like, you don't need to have this toxicity, spiritual yeah. toxicity. Yeah. Because it got, it was so, Kelly, it was so bad. Audience, mm-hmm. it was so bad. Yeah. That you, it was like vile poison. It yeah. was seeping out of this person. It was, it was poison, but it was actually bitterness, jealousy, and envy. Yes. I found out years later after I ended the relationship, about a year, yeah, about a couple of years later. Yeah. From the band, one of the band members that actually, um, that actually initially left. 
informed me that the individual was actually going behind my back and was, oh. was, yeah, uh, going behind my back and was actually sowing discord. Yep. I, I didn't even know it because they didn't tell me. They didn't yep. say anything to me. They were just kind of like, you know, and they were listening to this guy. Yep. And instead of them coming to me as an adult, cause we're all adults here. Uh-huh. They just decided to listen to him and then, but it, things never worked out. Yeah. So I had to make a choice and the choice, and this is where I, I'm bringing all this up to talk about letting go and how you can be blessed, right? Yes. We have the one minute time. I let, okay. So the minute I let go of this person, yeah, literally I had loans, I had bills, I was passed through, I had all of this stuff. Do you know that they were calling me saying, Oh, we want to settle this loan. We want to settle this. Uh, we want to pay for this. I yeah. said, wait a minute. In less than, a, <laughs> less than, a, literally, when I got rid of this person, yeah. everything started, I mean, things yeah. I was pr- going through, struggling for Amen. years. Amen. Amen. Was actually, it was actually coming to pass. Hallelujah. Cut the cord. So, cut the cord. I had to cut the cord. And I realized. <laughs> yeah. So when we cut the cord, it's like, it's like, I always picture this meme that I saw. It's like a butterfly, right? And the butterfly is like ready to fly, but there's a cord attached to it. And it's like, right. it's like holding you back and that's what's weighing you down. And I mm-hmm. actually saw that meme for the first time, like a few days before I left the corporate world to go into full-time ministry. Wow. And I was like, that's what I needed to see because it's like just, just cut it, right? Just cut it. <laughs> cut the cord. And I never and went back there because I cut the cord and the Lord was like, you were obedient. You are now in my hands. And that's yes. process in itself. <laughs> but yeah. coming from the, you know, the devil's lair, the media. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's a process in itself. That's a whole different story and a whole different testimony. But when you cut that cord, it's like that's when the blessings are going to suddenly just hunt you down, find you. Yes. Like, yeah. And um, it's it's amazing what happens when we let go and we don't hold on to things for too long. And when we don't um, when we don't hold too much emotional attachment to those things, right? Because right. we all want to have a great band put together. We want to have the right people. We want to like, we have to do it according to his will. And if it's right. his will, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work out. It's not going to go according to your plan. Right. Right. It's his plan. It's not your plan. It's his plan. <laughs> and you know, and I had it took years um to learn that. It took yeah. years because yeah. I was so um I won't say the word devastated, but I was so hurt. And what God was trying to teach me mm-hmm. is that a couple of things through that, and that's just one of many. That's yeah. that was just one example by uh-huh. the way, of many even up until up until recently. Yeah. Um he was teaching me a couple of things. He he taught me something. He says, James, everybody can't, is, everybody can't go with you where I'm taking you. They cannot go with you. It has nothing to do with us. When I say us, I'm talking about for, speaking to everybody who's watching this. 
some people may see you as, oh, you think you're better than, or, you know, now you're this and you're, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's just that where God is taking me, I've went through the fire. Yep. I've went through the pain. I've went through being crushed. I've been through the rejection being talked about being, I went through all of that. You're still be, you're still popular. Yeah. So you can't take that with where I'm going because it will destroy you. You, you have to go through the, you have to go through your own journey. Exactly. For God to take you or to, you know, and, and here's another thing I want to let everyone know. Just because they've experienced what you've experienced does not mean that they're meant to go where you go. That's one of the misconceptions as well as, as Christians. Well, I've been through that, but that doesn't mean that that's the path God has for you. God may not want you. God may may want you all to sing at your local church. Yeah. Talking about to the singers. He may not want you to put out an album. Yeah. And that's fine. Are yeah. you content with that? I was content with singing in the churches. I was content with doing those parts mm-hmm. of, of, of helping other people. I did my due diligence. Yeah. But God says, okay, now that you've done and you've been faithful and what I have for you, I'm taking you through. I've given you, allowed you to go through different things so you can understand when you get to that place, you won't get prideful. You won't get arrogant and you will know that this is my will. Going back to that individual. To kind of end yeah, on and with also him. like you'll be able to have the discernment because he grows that in you too to know right. those people who are jealous to know those people who are not supposed to be in your corner to know and he'll tell like he'll tell you certain things to say to those people mm-hmm. test them because we're supposed to test every spirit right we're mm-hmm. supposed to test every spirit so we so he'll say and i'm like lord should i do that and he's like yeah like ask this person this Right. And, mm, yeah. and wait until you see their reaction. Right. And that will that tell part. you everything. That will tell you everything, everything you need to know. Everything you've been asking me, everything you need to know is right there in that question. Go and ask them that question. There you go. I've had to do that recently to somebody. Yeah, about anybody. I did this. I was like, you know, hey, and they, they had no clue. They still yeah. to this day have no clue that they were lying to me all up and down in that phone conversation yeah. going after somebody else trying to put pit me against somebody else. They were exposing themselves. Yes. Didn't even realize they were getting exposed. And you know, one, with one that, thing it, though, sorry, sorry huh? to interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt you. Just going huh? back to the part about, about that person talking about other people. If they're talking about other people, they're talking about you. Oh, absolutely. Bottom and line. It, don't yeah. think that you're excluded from that gossip, yeah. slander. Oh, yeah. Don't think you're, for a moment, they're probably talking about you more than they're talking about other people. <laughs> you but know, you know, it was confirmed. It was confirmed. No, no, you're right, because it was confirmed in the recent situation. It was confirmed yeah. because in the process of them trying to put that person on blast and expose them, yeah. things got revealed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? You know, you, you, you really. So you act in one way, you know, you're saying all this stuff, but behind my, okay. Yeah. I had to learn to forgive, but that person, of they course. don't realize that they closed their own door. But they, there was, uh, there's, there's, there's things about that individual that if we were to be nasty and petty, it would mess yeah. his life up. So, yeah. but we're not that type of people. We, no, we, exactly. we, God tells us not to do that. 
Not and to so, respond in the flesh, you know? Yeah. What your flesh wants, it's not the way that you're... It's not, exactly. Not, it's not the mind of Christ. And that's one of the reasons why it's very important how we have to treat each other with love and respect because Amen. just the thing, that if we're sowing those seeds, you know, those discord and jealousy... Exactly. Those things can come back. And like I said, I've, I've, I'm not the individual, even if, in, even if that person, you know, as much as person has hurt me, I'm not the individual to do that. I don't take nope. what's been said to me in secret and blast it because I'm trying to get even with you. I don't do stuff like that. No. Nope. Um, so. Belongs to the Lord. There you go. And so, but in, in, in regards to the end, first individual, in conclusion with him, things happened. Yeah. To show his true colors when he got what he wanted and through my connections, then the real person came out. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And I, I thank God for that. But it, it helped me to understand James because I was the type of person I'm going to take everybody with me. You, Kelly, you want to go? Let's go, <laughs> Kelly. And it, you're nice to me. Yeah, you're loving to you. me. And, and I'm like, right. but come on, Kelly, let's go. But if that's yeah. not God's will for Kelly. No, it's not. It's going to be a problem. And so I've, and people, I was like, I'm not, I don't tell people stuff yeah. just simply because I want to make sure that if, if God is doing it, that it's, you're going to be a part of it. You're going to be right. ready to handle it. Yeah. And, but on, on a more general note, encouraging people to let go because if your hands are held, right? Yeah. Then you cannot receive. Yeah. Um, you cannot receive if your hands. So letting go is just releasing it. Right. And then when your hands open, let, then you'll be able to embrace that. So, um, so having said all that, um, you know, I, I I know we're pressed for time, but I just want to encourage people that there's so much blessings and releasing and letting go of the past. Let go of the past hurts. Let go. Um, uh, let go of all of the, the situations that, that the enemy has said. And, and as God started to heal me, yeah. I started to see these people differently. Mm-hmm. I started to see them with, I said, Lord, I need your eyes of compassion. Yes. S- help me to see. And the Lord started to show me different things uh-huh. with different individuals. And so when I see them, it's not that, oh, I'm bringing you back in my life. Yeah. But when I see them, the hurts and the pains and the feelings because I gave it over to God and I chose yeah. to see it his way. Yeah. Now it's a lot easier. I can move free. So That's why we have perspective, the podcast, because it's like, no matter what you're thinking, no matter what you're feeling, this is God's perspective on it, on that That's very it. situation. That's amazing. Do you want to pray us out? Yeah, absolutely. Amen. We'll so have you let's back go. on the show. That was an amazing word. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. To God be the glory for showing up. Amen. (laughs) All right. So let's, we're just going to go in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you, Lord, for just sharing our experiences, not so that we can rehash the past, Lord, but we're sharing these experiences to help somebody else that they're not the only ones that are going through hurts and, or that have gone through hurts and pains and who may have, have different struggles. They just can't seem to let go of. Father, we know that you are the God that heals, Lord. You're not just the God that heals in parts and that's it and just leaves us broken and halfway or leaves us 
wounded halfway. When you heal, you heal completely. When you restore, you restore completely. And Father, I pray that everyone that's watching this particular podcast, that this, that these examples are as testimonies will be used to encourage someone else. We come against the spirit of division, oh God. We come against the spirit of bitterness. We come against the spirit of unforgiveness and, and grudge holding and, and just hatred and jealousy and envy, Father. We pray, oh God, that your people would be set free, hallelujah. And we pray that those who are not saved, oh God, that they would come to know you in the knowledge, in the pardon of, and pardon of their sins. Father, we pray, hallelujah, for Kelly. We just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in her life. And I pray, oh God, that everyone that hears again this podcast, that they would be strengthened, oh God, they would be blessed and be encouraged and that they can move forward in the power and authority that, that, uh, that they have in you, Father. We ask all these blessings. We seal it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amazing, amazing, amazing. What a great, great word. <laughs> Perfectly. Amen. <laughs> Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, thank you so much for coming on, brother. We always appreciate a good word from the Lord through you. And guys, again, go to his website, www.jh7ministry.com. It's newly updated. Lots of good, good stuff on there. And also check out his label, Decree Records, and the CEO, Shanine Bonner, because they're amazing. God bless you guys. (laughs) We will see you real soon. Thanks again, brother. Thank you. God bless you guys. God bless. Love you. Bye. Love you too. God bless.